Morning, Mayor. Good morning, Joe. How are you this fine Tuesday morning? It's a beautiful morning. It is indeed, and uh, if all of winter would stay like this, I think you'd be very happy. <laughs> Certainly would work for the budget. Ah. <laughs> uh, Speaking of, uh, let's talk about the property tax rates that were set last night by the city council. The rates went down. Yes, um, values have gone up uh, and rates have gone down. And uh, we tried very hard, uh, and we did succeed with the council vote, and that was to use some of our surplus and free cash to buy down the the tax bill for people. And, uh, you know, when you look around communities, Massachusetts uh, will be one of the lowest increases uh, around. So um, I appreciate the council's work on it. It can be complicated when you get into the the factors and the the classification and the shift in the values, and um, it's not an easy thing. I congratulate Colleen Healy and her staff for the incredible work they do in preparation for it. The state has to approve all of our numbers first. Uh, Of course, Eric Mason, our chief financial officer, does a great job as my does my chief of staff Chris Walker on all these financial items. So it's uh, yes, yeah, I mean no one likes to pay taxes, Joe, and and uh, I get it. Um, but at the same time, when you're paying a little bit more in taxes and your values are going up, um, for most people, their home is the biggest investment. So an increase in your investment year after year um, is is a damn good thing. And uh, so I, you know, I, I know that that's, that has a two-sided coin. The other side is that those trying to break into the market, it's more challenging. And I've got three adult children that remind me of that all the time. Um, so anyway, it's just, uh, the old saying, it's like making sausage, uh, sometimes doing these things, getting through the process. But um, I'm pleased we got it done. And, and, uh, and I, I always say, and I've said it in this program a number of times, um, that is, you know, we fall right in the middle on tax liability, if you will, on tax burden, but we're right at the top of services. And I don't care what you compare, whether it's libraries, senior services, response time for 911, school programs, parks and playgrounds. Um, I mean, it could go on and on, Joe. But the point is, the people of the city get excellent service, and it costs money to do that. There were some questions, uh, concerns raised about draining down the stabilization um, fund. Does, does that concern you? No, it doesn't. I mean, this is the taxpayer's money. We try to strike that balance of, of keeping uh, a reserve as well as, uh, you know, providing the service, as I said, as well as providing a bill that's manageable for people. Now, um, you know, we, we also, during the pandemic, we... We used some reserves and we suppressed, we cut major budget cuts and we suppressed the tax rate for a couple of years because of the un, unknown and unforeseen. So we're still in a place where uh, that's going to catch up to us a little bit, you know. So as we as we go forward, um, i got to be mindful of that on some of the areas we still have to continue to address. But we're in good shape financially, um, and, and that's not, take my words, but you can take the words of our outside. Uh, bond council and rating agencies. I know, of course, during the pandemic, revenues from things like the hotel motel tax, um, even uh, excise taxes went down. Have those rebounded? They have indeed. Yes, we're in a we're in good place now as far as uh, revenues exceeding uh, projections. So, yes, the hotels are back and and uh, doing well um, as as well as the excise. Tax. 
And just looking at the numbers, the, so the average residential uh, tax bill will go up by about $195 next year, is that right? This year. This yes. year. This, this, this yes. fiscal year, right. Yeah. This fiscal year, correct. And, 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 how, and how it works in every city and town is we, de- we actually set the rate in the middle of the fiscal year. Mm-hmm. So the increase is born on two quarters rather than four quarters. Right. Um, it's just the way the system is. Um, so, yes, yeah, so the final two quarters of fiscal 23 would go up to pick up that difference. Would you say commercial development, Mayor, has helped to uh, offset some of the residential tax increases? I think it has helped. I think one of the challenges is that the values of the single-family home continue to go up dramatically. Um, so, that, so you, you know, the shift in that area is a problem for creating um or, or stabilizing the the tax rate for the average single family home so uh, it's challenging i i do think the the uh, commercial stuff is is in a good place we're better than we were a couple of years ago mm-hmm. um so i, I think that's only going to grow which will help offset a future uh value increases mm-hmm. it's you know it's i'm sure you hear it all the time all this development going on why do my taxes keep going up well, first of all, um, local government is funded on going up on the taxes every year. That's the state law. The, what I like to point out to people is that, yeah, the taxes go up, but they don't go up nearly as much as many other communities. In fact, we do not tax to the max. Since I've been in office, we've left $400 million on the levy that we could have taxed and we did not. We have a lot of communities that have to do Prop 2 and a half overrides to get seawalls to build schools, um, and we do not do that. Because of the development, it's made us extremely healthy and provides incredible services. And as I said, you, you can talk about uh, teacher-pupil ratios. We can talk about response times and 911. In all those areas, we're second to none in communities, yet we're way down on what the tax number is for the average person compared to other communities. So, you know, Newton went up almost $800 in the average single family this year. Uh, I suspect Brain, suspect Braintree is going to be a big number, and so you know it's it's all relevant. I understand what people say, but if we didn't have this development, the budget would be smaller. Response times would not be as good. A teacher pupil ratio would not be as good. Our parks would not look as nice. Um, so there there is a cost uh, in providing those services a safe, clean community with all that goes with it. Are you seeing um, the savings that you'd hoped for by um, uh, funding the pension bond obligation? Well, as we predicted, the first two years are going to be a hit mm-hmm. because our, our um, you know, all our, our bonded debt goes up because of that. But after next year, then it, then it flattens out going forward. So the savings is over the 18 years. It's not in year one. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, each and every year going forward, if we had not done this, then it would go up dramatically, uh, the actual budget number to provide for the, for the pension increases. That's the law. They send us a bill and we got to pay the bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so by doing what we did, it stabilizes it and flattens it out over the next 18 years. Good. Can we talk a little bit, Mayor, about a ceremony held on Sunday uh, afternoon at the General's Park and Bridge, a tree lighting ceremony? Yes, and I know there are tree lighting ceremonies all across the city, all the neighborhoods. Yep. Rightfully so, take pride in their neighborhood with the tree lighting. brings people to-
together in a good way. And what we started last year at the General's Park and Bridge area was doing a tree specifically for those currently serving. So we invited families from for those currently serving uh, as best we could through the press and through social media because there's no there's no um, list somewhere that I can acquire that tells me what kids are serving. It just doesn't exist. Mm. So we work with what we have in getting the word out to our veterans groups, and uh, we dedicate the tree to those currently serving. So family members come down, fill out a ribbon for the name of their loved one. We put it on the tree. We did. Uh, we did. We got a couple of beautiful um, songs sung. Uh, now, of course, the national anthem being one of them. Mm-hmm. So we had General Dunford there. Um, General Dunford, as you know, is one of the generals we honored in that park, the highest-ranking military officer from Quincy. Uh, he spoke to the families and spoke about in his forty years. He missed ten Christmases uh, with his family, mm. uh, being deployed around the world. So uh, I thought it was nice for the families to hear from him and how important that act, what we did, meant to them. And as he said, uh, these young people who are serving all across the world will see that on social media and probably bring a smile to their face that we're thinking of them. And it's not too late, right? If uh, folks have a name they'd like to add, they should uh, get in touch with the Parks Department. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, we do have uh, extra ribbons and markers, and we leave it open. And, again, it's for those currently serving. Um, and, you know, you might hit, you might know of a neighbor or somebody. Uh, feel feel free to, to check in with the Park and Rec Department. Yes. Sure. And, of course, tomorrow we uh, honor uh, those who uh, served during World War II, specifically those who perished on Pearl Harbor. Yes, as the president said at the time, a day that we're living in for me, December 7, 1941, which brought us into the World War uh, at the time. As, as you know, the Axis powers was Nazi Germany and Japan. Uh, Japan was taken over the Pacific, while Germany was taken over continental Europe and going into uh, other parts of that continent over to Asia. Uh, it was a horrific time in mankind's history, but, you know, through that act at Pearl Harbor, uh, Young men and women of this country lined up in the recruiting stations and they literally won the war for freedom for mankind by what they did, what they sacrificed. But we should always remember that. I know that we're in the midst of all this cancel culture and what does history mean? And boy, oh boy, if we don't, if we don't recall our history and take a moment to remember those that sacrificed for us, we're in trouble. So um, it is a big day uh, in our nation's history and we should honor that. Yeah, uh, 10 a.m. <clears throat> tomorrow at uh, Mount Wollaston Cemetery, right right at the uh, World War II Monument. There'll be a ceremony. Of course, it's open to the public. All right. Might be a little damp, uh, but uh, <laughs> but it won't dampen the event, I'm sure. That's right. Mayor, we had a little bit of time. Could you tell me a little bit about uh, an agreement uh, the city has, has reached with the Massachusetts tribe regarding honoring Native yep. Americans? Yeah, actually, it's the Neponset Band of the, of the Massachusetts tribe okay. who, uh, you know, who's lands were Quincy and West, um, going back to, you know, before the colonial settlement here, they, they walked this area, they farmed it, they fished it. It was a very important place for them. So we reconnected with them in the whole celebration of Quincy 400. We reconnected and, and we, and I signed a letter of intent to work with them to reclaim their history, to give them a permanent location that they can meet and celebrate that history. Uh, and a number of other items. We're going to uh, do some things in our school curriculum to let people know. Uh, you know, some, some kids you hear about some of the big tribes across the country, but those that walk the lands that we walk today, 
are still with us, and we should really be talking about that history. So it's a good relationship and partnership we're building. I look forward to uh, continue to work with them. As I understand, the uh, Squantum Early Learning Center is part of that agreement? Yes, uh, one of the buildings at uh, Square Rock, um, they'll be uh, moving on at some point. We intend to turn over to to this group, and uh, Square Rock to them was one of the three sacred lands in Quincy. Yeah. It was that, the Hummock, and, and Broad Meadows, which is now passing the feast it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all good. Good stuff. Always appreciate the opportunity, Mayor. I wish you a wonderful day. You also. Thanks, Joe. Bye-bye.